0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Introducing you, because everyone missed you. Ladies and gentlemen, the person you've been waiting for, the person you've been longing for a whole week
1: to hear from.
0: Ashley, mother freaking
1: She's back, guys. You can relax. Taryn will not be taking over the podcast anymore. (laughs) Did you listen to it? Uh, Not yet. (laughs) I knew it. Well, it just came out today. (laughs) Well,
0: we never listen to our own episodes. But also, there's a couple times that I was like, My plan is to listen to it. Here, I can do whatever I want.
1: plan is to listen to it. Tell but, us you know, just so the people know, it came out this morning. So yeah. I haven't had a chance to actually listen to it, but yeah. I will.
0: The only reason oh, I, I did is because I genuinely didn't remember anything. I was so
1: nervous. She blacked out. So
0: I was like, I just want to hear a smidgen. Just a,
1: yeah. Just a tidbit yeah. yeah. Anytime but, I do something on my YouTube channel that I'm like that is different for me or that I'm like extra proud of, I I'll watch it. But 90% yeah. of the time, I, I don't watch my stuff. Um, but every once in a while, I'll be like, same, same. Oh, I really liked that, or yeah. I really loved how I edited that, and I want to watch it. So then I'll like, I'll rewatch it and be like, damn, that was good. <laughs> damn, I'm talented. Self wow, up. I'm good. <laughs> Hello, everyone, welcome and welcome back home. to the podcast with your two favorite hostesses. Uh, mm-hmm. Ashley over here, Taryn over there. Mm-hmm. We are reunited again. Um, I, I hopped online... And just looked at, like, comments and stuff. And everyone overwhelmingly loved your solo podcast.
0: Really? Yeah. I saw – I got tagged in a couple stories and people were like, you did great. But I didn't know if it was, like – you know, like, when you're like, I'm so nervous to do that, people feel, like, the need to be like, you did good. Like, don't worry. It wasn't bad. Right. Right. But it was, like, very nice, the stuff I saw. So I haven't seen anything Thanks. negative at all. <laughs> so that means you did good. Get a good In their kid. defense, I did ask – two separate times if they didn't like it just not to let me know oh so well actually no i'm not taking this victory away it was a great episode. we'll never know <laughs> it was a
1: great episode. um you were definitely missed though uh, i miss being here i was talking about it. i was vlogging this morning and i was like we bulk filmed for coachella and obviously mm-hmm. stage stagecoach and then had to film on like different days than we normally do and then obviously you did your solo episode last week so i feel like i haven't been here in quite a long time, That's so it's true. Felt, it felt really good to wake up this this Monday morning and know exactly what my day was going to look like. Because yeah. I was like, "Oh, I'm uploading, I'm posting, I'm getting ready, I'm mm-hmm. going to go record." And like, we have a schedule, and I think we it works have well. But for like both of for us. years, we're talking three years now. Mm-hmm. We have done this every Monday, and this whole like. This whole month has been crazy, so it's it feels nuts. good to get back into the groove of things. I know. Because um, I'm, I'm the type of person who just, I thrive on routine. Yeah, I love do. routine. I love like a spontaneous weekend, but that's it. <laughs> Weekdays? Yep. I need a routine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Um... You text me today and you're like, I miss you. I haven't seen you forever. And I was like, dude, literally. Yeah. I am a stagecoach. But I feel like we say that all the time just to say it. Like, I actually haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah, like, it's we'll been just be like, weeks. oh, I haven't seen you in years, but I saw you yeah. a couple of days ago. Yeah. Just going legitimately it's, it's been a long time, so um, I was like, "Hey." Well, Ash,
0: congratulations on not getting sick.
1: Oh, you know,
0: I told them I, you were the like odds brogened. were not in my favor. Yeah, dude, not I in my favor for
1: sure. I literally, I contacted multiple people. I had multiple obligations. I was supposed to go to, so I wasn't sure like how my test because I did get tested, obviously. Yeah, I wasn't sure how my test was going to turn out. So I was like, "Hey." In advance, like here's the situation. A lot of people, there was like some one specific thing that was like crunch time because I had to be there that evening. Yeah, so I was like, I'm just giving you a heads up now, so you can plan accordingly. I was like, it could be negative, it could be positive, I don't know, but like it was scary. It was like one of the. I was like, oh no,
2: no that's the no. worst when you're
1: just waiting. Yeah, I was just the like the two days that went by after, even though I got my test negative, I was like. Do, do, do. Yeah. like is it coming every like... second if you have like a tingle in your throat you're like yeah. oh god I'd cough it's and be here. like oh shoot <laughs> it was it was oh, bad but um I know I think five people that got it this last There's like two two weeks week There's and a, a wave. um so y'all be careful out there yeah. <laughs> be careful
0: yes I fully agree um I was gonna say, oh, you know what's funny? Um, so, I was—I think I enjoy not listening back to our episodes mm-hmm. because sometimes when I do, I find myself getting critical. And one thing people always comment on is how many times I say "like," and I'm very aware I say "like" and "um" because those are filler words, and mm-hmm. that means I'm just genuinely talking without thinking we when I'm saying those class, things. We know. Oh yeah. So that was something I heard. And then I think because I was so nervous, I kept, like, doing this, like, popping thing with my mouth before I would talk with that.
1: (laughs) I know YouTubers that do that. I can't stand it. I can't
0: stand it either. Yeah. It's like an
1: ASMR thing that kind of, like, gets in the way if you're speaking. Yes. Yeah.
0: So... If I'm editing my videos, usually I'm not nervous, but every once in a while there'll be like a pop right before I say something and I always like trim that out because I hate that sound. Yeah. But I think because my mouth was so dry and I wasn't having it was a full hour of me nonstop talking. Mm -hmm. Whereas with you, we go back and forth banter back and forth while I'm talking. You take a break, vice versa. I was listening and those two things. I was just like, how do I how do I work on this? Like, I ugh, I keep saying like now. I don't know how to stop I, without being very intentional and slow with my speech there,
1: yeah. and taking a second,
0: which is not me, like that's right. not how I well, talk. Well,
1: first of all, I don't think anyone's condemning you for the likes and the ums, Thanks. because Thanks. we all are in the same boat, we all do Thanks. that. Uh-huh. Um, but I have had the same realization through YouTube, watching my stuff back, where All I said was likes and ums and I would do like, um, like a really Mm -hmm. long one. Mm -hmm. So I also had to do the same thing where I had to like, I I would record myself filming Mm -hmm. something, saying something and then I'd hear what I said, hate it and I'd say, okay, take two. Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath, relax, and I'd be like, hello. Mm-hmm. And it was always wild how high-pitched my voice was in the first one, how fast I was talking and how many likes and ums I said mm-hmm. versus the second one. I was in my, like, natural voice state. I was more relaxed. And calming down didn't say likes and ums because I wasn't, yeah. like, trying to rush through everything I was saying. It's I so think crazy. I too, because
0: you – when you have to repeat something, you've already said it. You already have your – the frame in your mind – like mm-hmm. the skeleton of what you're gonna say. Mm-hmm. So it's not as much your brain's disconnected and just spewing out your thoughts. Yeah. It's you've already kind of organized it and gone through. Right. So I think that's where, cause I don't feel like I say like an um as much as I do on this podcast anywhere else in my life okay but i think it genuinely is because we both are so off the cuff the whole time Mm -hmm. you say a story i just say what i'm thinking none of this what we've said is like rehearsed even in this episode not even an outline (laughs) no never we're never prepared but that's what's so cool about i think that's why i like it yeah yeah podcast um podcast So it's so hard because I want to work on it, but then I also don't want to sacrifice why it's happening. Right. But I'm a little in my head today, so we'll see what happens.
1: You know what? I don't think there's anything wrong if you wanted to. First of all, no one's saying that you should fix the likes and the ums. But if (laughs) you wanted "Mm." to (laughs) challenge yourself, I see nothing wrong with a nice little outline. Mm Mm-hmm. I see nothing. Anytime I have to do any sponsored content, I almost always make a a quick little yeah. jotted note of like outline, so I don't have to sit there and no, thumb yeah. through what I should say next. So yeah. maybe that would. But be I helpful. can't outline what I'm going to say in your story. True, you can't outline me. We're just we raw off the tamed. cuff people. Miley Cyrus. Okay. can
0: tamed time. Time. Okay. Uh, should we get into this yeah. or should we just they're keep sick of up? They're like, up. God, Ashley coming
1: back was a mistake.
0: They're all, can you guys move in
1: together so you can catch up on your own time? <laughs> your nails, are, uh, Taryn's nails for the listeners are orange and yellow and giving candy corn in May. <laughs> ew. ew. <laughs> That's all I see. <laughs> I hate
0: it. They actually, this, I painted them myself. Okay. Because I watched a show and had mad anxiety and picked all of my gel off. Was it candy? Yeah, I started it. I you started, started it, it yesterday. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys. I finished three episodes. I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Jessica Biel, kills it. Also, Justin Timberlake is in it, mm. and watching them act together is just so cute.
1: Yeah, I genuinely love. Him I love as a that. I love her. But. I think she's an incredible, phenomenal actress, and yeah, it's just uh, it's so good. It's, it's so done good. so well. But I
0: chose to watch it late when. Ryan was out of town mm-hmm. if if you guys are like who's Ryan Ryan is my brother I have an apartment with my brother slash right roommate. Now. Yeah, yeah slash roomie now and I haven't been alone in the apartment yet so I was alone for a few days uh-huh. and chose to watch that show at night uh-huh. so I, I was a little more anxious than usual but then I had to paint my nails because you know me I can't yes. go anywhere without like right. my nails painted Same but they look terrible up close because i definitely <laughs> fell asleep afar. on them too soon you yeah. know the sheet marks and bubbles. that's funny
1: yeah. you say that because i went to get my nails done because mine were really really long mm-hmm. um and red and i feel like it's obvious with bright colors when they're grown out yeah so i like squeezed in an appointment normally i make an appointment with this guy that i've been seeing for almost two years now yeah. um, but i squeezed a walk-in in so it was anybody and it was a new guy oh no and not only are they not the right shape not only are they not uniform in shape but the he didn't even like clean the cuticles right and the polish is done wrong so I literally walked out of there I walked out of there and I I, uh, guys I tipped him he was very sweet like he was clearly like new and learning a lot and I was like no honey I originally was going to do a French tip and I told him not to (laughs) Yeah, you can I was tell. like, no, right away. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want it natural. And he was like, Oh, you don't want the fringe tip? And I was like, Nope. In my head, I was like, You can't handle a fringe tip. <laughs> You can't file. You can't do this. You're not ready. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm not happy with mine either, but I was like, I paid for it, so I'm going to write it out. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. We're a tough little, loss.
0: little <laughs> bit psycho about our nails, yeah. but yeah. we also are very easygoing people, so just give us this. Yeah. Okay?
1: <laughs> this is our one thing that this we are nitpicky about, so, so, so relax. Out. <laughs> uh, You have a tearing it up. I have a tearing it up, guys. Thank God. And I, I really want to not say the title because it gives it away, but this is a good one. Okay. As you guys know, tearing it up's are when you guys send in funny stories. This is a funny story, so we can laugh at her. (laughs) Yeah, we're laughing with her. Um, But if you guys have any funny stories that you want to send in and you want us to read it, this is your time to go ahead and submit those. Okay, let's get into it. Dear Ashley and Taryn, if you're reading this, I'm so lucky to be chosen as your embarrassing story of the week. First of all, I love you both. I recently started an internship and while driving to work every day, I listen to an episode of your podcast and I am obsessed. Currently, I'm sitting in my car in the parking garage waiting for a thunderstorm to pass. So I thought I would take this opportunity to write my embarrassing story. My story is called Blank, because I don't want to say. it. yeah, yeah, yeah. She continues. I'm going to begin with some context. A few years ago, I was visiting my best friend in Toronto. We are long-distance best friends and only get to see each other a few times a year. When we visit, we love planning fun activities for us to do. This particular visit, we wanted to go to this Instagram immersive art experience where you take pictures with different backgrounds. Never... Have either of us been to one of these things before? So we were ecstatic when the day finally came. We went to brunch in the morning and we needed to kill some time while we waited for our time slot. So we walked through and around this underground mall that was attached to the subway. We waited in Starbucks and played on our phones while time passed. When we decided it was time to leave, I realized how badly I had to pee. We go down to the bathroom together like girls do. I pull down my pants and I squat on the toilet. I never sit on public toilet seats because I'm a germaphobe and was too lazy to place the toilet seat paper down on my seat. So as I'm squatting, I slowly started to notice my pants getting warm and wet. Oh, God. I realized I had missed the toilet entirely and had peed all over my
0: (laughs) Oh so she was hovering. No.
1: She was hovering and didn't have good aim at
0: where the toilet was. Oh yeah, that would shoot straight at yeah, 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 yeah.
1: She <laughs> 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 This wasn't a few drops in the front that would dry quickly either. It was the entire back side of my pants where my butt is. There was absolutely no hiding it. My best best friend was dying laughing and I couldn't help but laugh too. I started to panic because we either wouldn't be able to make it to the museum or we would go and I'd have to take pictures in my jeans that were wet with my pee. Oh, <laughs> I quickly wrapped my jacket around my waist and made sure it covered me while I ran through the mall looking for a solution. I mean,
2: that's a yeah. great that's a great solution. Yeah, 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 yeah. Luckily, that's where you were. Yeah.
1: Luckily, we found a store that sold shapewear. When we walked into the store, a saleswoman definitely thought I had gotten my period considering how I was wrapped in and holding my coat for dear life. I had to spend $50 on a pair of black leggings I was probably never going to wear again. Ugh. My friend and I sprint back to Starbucks where we went back to the bathroom so I could change. I didn't want to part with my vintage Levi jeans that I loved so much, so I had to put my wet P jeans in a plastic bag I got with my leggings. We scurried to the subway and got to the museum just in time. When we got there, I was so anxious about what I was supposed to do with my bag of pea jeans. However, there happened to be a coat check in the front. I was absolutely mortified, but I knew what had to be done. I she w- did
0: not check. <laughs> she did not check a plastic <laughs> A, a blasting bag
1: with heavy pee jeans. It's denim, too. You like know Levi's. that radiating heat. Levi's. It's not like a, a thin, breathable material. It's like heavy, heavy denim. <laughs> she goes, I walked up to the gentleman and handed him my coat and my bag with my wet pee jeans. As he grabbed it, I could see his face change as he got a big whiff of the pee Oh, snow. gosh. Oh gosh! Like anybody in my situation, I took my ticket and flashed a big smile and walked away, and that's the story about the time I had to coat check a bag of wet pee jeans. Dear Lord! But (laughs) I thought the story was over. No, it kept going. The best part was to come. (laughs) She goes, but it does not end there. A month later, I was in my kitchen with my mom while she was going through our credit card bill for that month. She asked me what this random purchase was from a lingerie store, and then I had to explain to her that. Her 18-year-old daughter peed herself, but reassured her it was used for emergency purposes only. <laughs> you know how your parents give you yeah, a credit yeah, card and yeah, say, yeah. this is for yeah. emergency purposes only? The moral of the story is that when in doubt, take a few extra seconds to put the toilet paper down on the seat so you don't have to coat check a bag of wet pee jeans. Oof. Love you both so much. I hope you enjoyed my story. Sincerely, Jessie. That was so good. It was that was so good. So good. It was oh so good because everyone. I feel like we get as as like turn it ups go. We get a lot of like, how to pee really bad, pee my pants. Like we've had a so, few of them. This so one is many. exceptional. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it so yeah, many. it's the circumstance. It's not yeah. just the pee. And like one of the unfortunate things about being female is having to sit on the toilet seat, mm-hmm. right? Like that. It's just a bummer. And if you are in any way aware of germs. You're just like ill and you don't want to. I can't tell you how many times I've awkwardly, I just went to Coachella and Sagecoach. The way you have to hover over porta potties is. Do you hold the handle and back? Yeah, me too. I literally look like I'm like deadlift squatting. Yeah, me too. And I'm holding on for dear life while Mm -hmm. I'm letting myself pee. Because if you like don't hold on to something, sometimes your body's so tight, it's hard to pee. Have you ever been in that situation? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, peeing for a girl is rough. Yeah.
0: (laughs) In public places. I don't know why I always convince myself I'm like, it's just your butt skin. Like, it's okay. That's what I tell myself. Like, it's your butt skin. It's not but it's near
1: still skin and it can absorb. Well,
0: Ashley, who are you to ruin <laughs> I'm here to bring it down. I'm my to, rationale. I'm here to help you. Wow, start it wow, 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 wow.
1: Okay. Well, you know what? Starting off with a bang. Starting off with a bang. Again, guys, if you guys have any funny stories that yes. you want to share, please send them in because we live for stuff like this. We live for your embarrassment.
0: We live for your embarrassment, but also it really just balances everything out because then we can laugh about it and then we can, you
1: know, cry. Yeah, laugh and cry time. An emotional roller coaster. Emotional roller coaster. That should be our next merch: is us on a roller coaster. (laughs) Happy highs, low lows. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Hands in the air, screaming. Okay.
0: Okay, cool. Should I just jump into mine? Yes, please. Okay. I'm I'm not going to read my title either because
1: I feel like, you know. Leave us wanting.
0: Hi, Taryn and Ash. First off, I would like to stay anonymous, and I just want to say I love your podcast so much. It has helped me in ways you'll never know, and I truly appreciate you both so much. I need advice on something. (sighs) We're here for you. Let's go. Who are you going to call? <laughs> okay. Uh, I thought you going to. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I need advice on something because I'm not sure what to do. I recently moved home from college, and today I was out running errands with my dad. We took his commuter car that he uses for work, and we ran to the grocery store to grab a few things. After we finished in the store and got back in his car, I opened up his center console to grab some hand sanitizer, thinking he kept a bottle in there. There was no hand sanitizer there, but there was a bottle of pills. I read the name of the brand and the type of pill, but my dad got in the car, saw what I was doing, and quickly s- slammed the console shut. I tried to play it off. Like, I was only looking at the logo and didn't see anything else. He lied to me about what the pills were, but I went along with it so he wouldn't get mad at me. Later, I went online to see what the pills were. I found that it's an extreme diet pill with horrifying side effects. I started to cry as soon as I read about the pill. My dad has had a history of dieting and exercising like crazy. I'm concerned that he may have body dysmorphia, or have disordered thoughts. I know this isn't the first time he's taken diet pills. When I was like 10 or 11, I remember he had been taking diet pills and my mom found them hidden in a cupboard and they had a fight about it late at night. I remember this argument woke me up and that's the first time I realized my dad was struggling. My dad recently had back surgery and has been out for a few weeks. I knew as soon as he had his surgery, his struggles might get worse because he hasn't been able to move around or go to work. I'm panicking and freaking out about the pills because I'm not sure what to do about them. I'm so scared that if he continues to take them, he'll have a heart attack or one of the other scary side effects on the bottle. I want to talk to him about them, but I don't think he'll be honest with me since he lied to me about them in the first place. I also would like to tell my mom because I know my mom is concerned for him about this too, but I don't want them to fight and argue about it. I think I need to bring it up with him privately and hope he'll respect my concern for him. But I would appreciate any advice you both could give on the situation. Love you both. Anonymous. Mm. Wow. This is, I mean, I don't think we've really talked about anything like this on the podcast
1: yet. Mm -hmm. No, I think... I think a common misconception, obviously, we've talked about this on the podcast before, is that like men don't experience stuff like this. Like, oh, it's a a very common thing to expect this for women. Yes. Because that's something women struggle with. And like locker
0: room vibes. Yeah. Like if a guy were to be like, oh, I feel like fat in this fat. outfit it's like considered oh my gosh feminine. you would get beat up yeah. you know like yeah. that's not how guys talk so i pulled up some statistics oh hit us with the facts because you know you know i love statistics <laughs> okay. in a recent survey of two thousand males in this is in britain where this took place almost half of the respondents said they're that they have body image issues that impacts their mental health half yeah half yeah That's nuts.
1: I fully believe that. Oh, it's
0: nuts. Yeah. Furthermore, 58% said the pandemic had negatively affected how they feel about their body. Mm -hmm. So high, same as like most women. Um, The National Association of Males with Eating Disorders estimates that men account for between 25 and 40% of those with eating disorders. Mm -hmm. So still, yeah, it's less than half, but like... Like almost half yes, of people who to say, yeah. yeah. Um, And if you think about, I mean, it's that, I feel like that to me, put it in perspective for me because I, I would pay money, money that not one female out there could say that either she has not dealt with a negative relationship with her body or food mm-hmm. or Hasn't known someone in their circle that has. Yeah. So that's prevalent, right? Right. So if they're saying that men are pretty much making up half of the overall number of eating disorders that are out there, Mm -hmm. it's pretty much the same. I mean... Which is
1: bonkers to me it's a human problem it's not a female or male problem this is something that humans struggle with and i think we do have to realize that maybe if even if you didn't let's let's pretend or say that you are someone who didn't deal with it before the pandemic yeah yeah I'm currently rolling my eyes for those of you that are listening. (laughs) Everyone's like, what? Dramatically rolling my eyes. (laughs) It's a podcast We are all bouncing back from a very weird time in our lives when we weren't allowed to do anything but sit at home and eat. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. So, you either, I felt like we all struggled with certain things. We were either binging or we were freaking out. Or we felt ourselves binging so then we forced ourselves to stop eating. Mm -hmm. Like we were like, in a bad way, yeah. Not letting ourselves eat, yeah. So those are two very opposite but very similar situations where we all were freaking out about food, yeah, and oh, our bodies, yeah, and working out, yeah, and how we looked now versus before, and not realizing how dramatic the time period we were living in was and how it affected our bodies. So yeah. it didn't matter whether you were male, female, young, old, like, yeah. My dad, for example, in his sixties. Couldn't cycle, really. You know, how you, like, weren't allowed to work out for a long period of time. He was like, Ashley, my stomach. It's getting big. And I was like, hey, it's okay. So is mine. Like, it's like, what are you, you know, what are we going to So we we tried to walk. We tried to, like, do our, like, planks and stuff. But, like, he was freaking out in his 60s. A grown-ass man. (laughs) And I was sitting at home doing the same thing. Like, it's male, female, doesn't matter your age. We were all going through the same stuff. So... I think it's kind of a shock to hear your dad going through this because he's, you know, older, wiser, mature, like has probably, you would think other things he could be worrying about. But no, like we're all human and this is something we all struggle with.
0: Well, and I feel like when men talk about their bodies, like maybe you'll hear a guy be like, oh, I got this beer gut or like whatever. You don't hear it the same as when like a girl talks like you see like her crying and the pain and I'm struggling through this and mm-hmm. and identifies it as like, oh, I struggle with body dysmorphia, I struggle with eating disorders, whatever. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, I had this thought the other day because I went into a store. Oh, it's gonna bother me. It was it was a store that recently has stepped up plus size sizing. You went into the store? Yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing it was like a H&M or like Old Navy, something something okay. like that, right? And so, and it's, the store has this big push that they have like more inclusive sizing and it's like great, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I I love shopping in the men's section. I just, I, I definitely have more of like a tomboy vibe. And so I love going for like flannels or shirts or like sweatpants, whatever. So, I went over to the men's section and I was a, I was kind of weirded out because it only went up to XL, everything. Mm. And I'm like, interesting, because the whole the whole push is this like body inclusivity, like we have sizes up to like 4X now, like yay, we love all bodies. Mm. But then in the men's section, it was still just normal sizing. So then I was thinking and I'm like, okay, there are a lot of bigger men out there. For sure. Where are they getting clothes? And then if they're going into the store, because I know how it feels to go into the store, see something you think is cool, look through the sizing, and the biggest size they offered like does not fit you. Mm-hmm. So they have to be experiencing that. And then... How are they processing that? Like, does it depress them? Like, mm-hmm. but they can't show it or talk about it. So where does all that go?
1: <laughs> yeah. I like, think. where does it go? <laughs> I think something that's fascinating is the whole um, inclusivity, body positivity is something that's being very spoken about and very loudly talked about by women. Yeah. Not men. So the reason we're seeing this push, which is awesome, by the way, is because women are throwing their hands up saying this is ridiculous Yeah, and we can't freaking find clothes to fit us but they're talking about it yeah you know how if you are upset about something you have to you know say something squeaky about it squeaky wheel gets the cheese <laughs> that's not that's true squ- no squeaky what's that saying i don't know but that's not squeaky right squeaky wheel gets the <laughs> all the listeners are like screaming it at the top of their lungs cheese <laughs> i'm so I sorry don't know. anyways don't but it. you know what i'm saying like, but Men are taught at a young age to not feel their emotions. So if they're oh. feeling, if they're feeling like sad. unrepresented, <laughs> or if they're feeling not included by brands, no one would know because they don't talk about it. Because they're literally brought up not to talk about it.
0: Like, think about all the little boys out there who are trying to process through emotions that, like, how
1: isolating must that. Be? Like, I mean, there's it just, stores like big and tall. Yeah, but, But like, like, that's it. But listen to the name. That's literally it, and that is not a nice name. (laughs) No,
0: like, if I want to get a shirt that fits my size, I have to go into a store that's called Big and Tall. Yeah,
1: and what if you need bigger and taller? Like, that's (sighs) not, you know, like, you're forced to simply shop online, and 90% of the time, the nicer brand names don't have that.
0: I just, I feel... I feel like we need to check in on guys too and and normalize talking about these things but they're so it's so uncomfortable for them mm-hmm. because I mean it's I mean I don't think anyone's aware of this like yeah. I mean even me who's pretty like in tune with stuff that has to do with like body positivity like even I feel like recently only recently have I been like wait what like Do they struggle with this? And I think that they do. No, they absolutely do. So moms and dads, if you're listening and you have little boys, like, we got to talk to them. Yeah. We got to make it okay to talk about stuff and to process stuff. Mm -hmm. But, oh, my gosh, all this getting back (laughs) to your story, Anonymous. Um, This is is a tough one because, I mean, your dad is – he clearly has a history of stuff. And he clearly is going through stuff. So I think that however you approach this has to be very delicate. Um, and it, I mean, I know personally, like I until you reach a point where you're actually ready to hear someone say something, you usually are defensive and aggressive and dismissive right. of people. So that's definitely a you have a chance of that happening. But I think if you go into it with the mentality of he's hurting And how, like, whatever he says, like, I'm going to try to just not take things personal and convey, hey, I'm worried about you because I love you. And I'm worried about you because I want you around in my life. Like, yeah, I want to make sure you're okay. And if you're struggling with stuff, let me be a part of it. Like, let's let's like meal prep together. Let's like work out together. Like, I want to be a part of it. But I'm worried that this option is not healthy for you.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I think. The issue here isn't that he's feeling like he needs to lose a few pounds. I think the issue is the damaging results that come from these kinds of pills. I went through a weird period in college where I looked up those pills because I I wanted them really bad. And I something very um, helpful was going through that list one by one and like looking into all of the issues that and side effects that come with those pills. So I don't want you to like sit him down and be like, "You're perfect. You don't need to lose weight." It has nothing to do with you know. Like if that's what he's feeling, that's what he's feeling, and yeah. we're not here to tell him not to feel that. We're here to tell him that there are healthier ways to go about getting your body into a place where you want it to be. So if he's wanting to lose a few pounds, maybe agree like Taryn said. Maybe start working out with him. Like start a, a, yeah. a meal plan and a workout plan and do it with him, and and just show him that you want him in your life and you don't think this is worth risking his life over because essentially yeah. that's what the risk is
0: and I think if if it comes to a point because I mean from what I'm reading like this is a this is a big issue for him like this is a a long history of mm-hmm. struggling so I mean it's hard I know you don't want to like bring your mom in and all this stuff but I think for me, knowing me how I am as a daughter, like, I I would be so scared if I didn't speak up and say something and something bad happened that I would, like, not be able to live with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would definitely so,
1: tell him that – talk to him about it first, but then make it clear, like, hey, like, if, if nothing – if we don't f- do something about this, like, I will be telling mom. <laughs> and well, we will have a family discussion well, I about think, this. like,
0: even, you know, like – I think even going, doing research and maybe writing down some facts for him and just being like, dad, I know that this is so awkward to talk about and I know that you don't want to talk about it, but like as your daughter and like cry, just cry, like let him see like Mm -hmm. it's really affecting you and just be like, as your daughter, like I need to talk to you about this. Tell him like this is a common thing. Like a lot of people struggle with it. But, I mean, ultimately, I think he needs therapy. Like, I think he needs bigger help if this is something that keeps circling this extreme in his life. Mm-hmm. But that's a hard – I mean, that's a hard topic to to breach. But yeah. I think as long as you start slow and you over-the-top communicate, like, I love you and I'm worried about you and I just want to make sure you're okay and I just want to talk to you about this, you know? Yeah,
1: I think we – you know, the whole – you can get – he could get to therapy eventually, but – um, I would just focus on, like, this isn't the only solution. Like, there's so many other yeah. healthier solutions. Yeah, they probably take a little bit longer to see results. But, again, this is a lifestyle thing. Like, if he's wanting to change how his body looks, essentially, then it needs to be a slow process. Yeah. Otherwise, very serious side effects can come that can cause yeah. very serious things. And mm. I think making it clear that... um Essentially, him taking that risk as being very selfish towards his family, Yeah, I would focus on that. You know, I but think... You're, you're happy to help him, but yeah, he cannot risk his life over this. Yeah.
0: And I think it's, you know, I mean, I was like swiping on dating apps the other day, and I think so many men, and who knows, it could be a projection of their own fears, right? Mm-hmm. The whole, you you put on people what you like actually think. Mm-hmm. Um, But the amount of profiles that in the bio say straight up looking for a woman who prioritizes health, like looking for a woman who's fit, like looking for uh someone who like is serious about their body, like all these things, right? Where it's showing like, out of out of everything basically like I don't want to connect with you if you're not like a fit person and and I think that a lot of times we have this view of men of like they're so they're always judging women's bodies and some of them are just terrible and they are but I think we we kind of see them as these like harsh people that are always judging us and we don't think that there are men out there that are struggling with accepting their own bodies yeah. you know but wow, this was this was honestly a great topic. I think yeah. this is a conversation that definitely needs to be had more. But yeah, I would I would definitely talk to him. Do it with love. Maybe do your research and see how the, there's if, if if you Google how to talk with
1: a man struggling with body image, there's gonna be so Tons many articles. Tons so. of stuff. Also again I feel like I say this after almost every story but you are a thousand percent not the only person yeah like your dad is not the only person the only male going through this so I know a lot of women or a lot of people are listening to the story and relating to it a lot knowing someone or being the the someone going through it so you're helping a lot of people by writing about this and I'm sure maybe even you could like Send him this episode. We could be. Oh my gosh, hi. We'll take the pressure. Yeah. Do you want me to talk to him right (laughs) now? (laughs) Look, like I mean, yeah, genuinely. Like if if that's too scary for you, then maybe send him this and say like I was worried. So you know.
0: Yeah, and I think
1: if you talk
0: to your mom and say, "Hey, this is what's going on. We need to talk to Dad." Just even even you use that time to encourage your mom of like, "Hey." I remember I have vivid memories of you guys fighting about this, and I don't think we need to go it in that way. So, yeah. like, let's agree to be calm and collected, and to try to be gentle with how we communicate. Yeah. Because I don't want him to like
1: be thrown off again. You know? That's why I would only focus on the serious side effects from the pills. Yeah, like you don't have to stop trying to change your body. Just do it in a healthier, yeah. better for you way. Yeah. You know.
0: Ugh. Well, I'm sending all the love, all the vibes. Yes. Um, and it's great. You're such it's a good daughter. Great. Like the conversation's going to go great. You got this. Yeah. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now.
1: Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free.
0: You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com.
1: Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and dive into my story. This one is titled, Am I Emotionless? Oof, something I ask myself every day. <laughs> Just kidding. Kind of. You being friends with me, you're like, okay, either she's psychotic or I'm dead inside. <laughs> like, either Taryn is absolutely insane or I'm a robot. Yeah, <laughs> there is no beep, boop, beep, no other option. <laughs> oh shoot! Okay. okay, that's why I'm friends with you. I love robots. You know what? Star I'm, Wars, I'm you know? here. I'm here too. You are the droid I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, they write, "Hi Ashley and Taryn. please keep me anonymous." When Taryn did her solo episode, one of the things she touched on was getting over a breakup. It really stuck with me because what she was saying was not relating with me at all. On April 28th of 2022, I was dumped by my ex. I really liked spending time with him, and we were together for another five to six months. This occurred when I had a huge life change happening to me in my life where I had to be put on disability and leave from work. It sucked in the moment but I didn't feel anything negative since I briefly cried out of stress. She adds in parentheses. I cry with every emotion (laughs) Me. (laughs) and not needing the extra thing placed on me that night. But when I woke up the next morning and since then I have been completely fine, I wasn't heartbroken despite really liking him and was extremely at peace with what happened. This also happened when I broke up with an ex in college This is only my second ex, and I've honestly felt the exact same as when I was in a relationship. If anything, it has helped me feel more comfortable with wanting to show the world who I am and that I'm a bad bisexual. The only time I've ever felt crushed and pained by something was my senior year of high school when I saw my best guy friend, who I somehow fell in love with and slash had a huge crush on, get together for the third time with who I considered at the time to be my best friend. And now they're getting married. Since this, I have not felt anything remotely similar to this, like absolutely nothing. And I don't know if this is due to me being attracted to people after having a strong bond with them, as well as being bisexual, or if it was just because my friend had used me at that time, or both. For context, I am someone who doesn't believe in getting back together with an ex because you broke up for a reason, so there's no reason for me to try and try and try to get them back when it didn't work out the first time. And with my two exes, this rule has only solidified more because one, you can't convince someone to get back with you. And two, it happened for a reason. I have also been told by multiple people that I am someone who has a high emotional intelligence and very mature for my age. She adds in parentheses, I am 21 and I've been hearing this since about elementary school age. Since getting dumped, I have been talking to this person who is basically the male version of myself, talking to other eligible individuals, both men and women, and feeling a more unconventionally whole self. Not to mention that I feel like I get to explore new things about myself I don't feel like I was able to before. I guess my question is, am I really supposed to feel heartbroken miserable etc despite all of the great things I'm feeling now is it just that I know what my worth is and am not very emotional when this happens I am extremely confused why I don't feel what the quote traditional feelings are after getting dumped anonymous
0: okay so since you
1: haven't listened yet basically
0: to sum up I basically said in getting over a breakup, my number one tip is to take out the what if in the future. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I really want to get back with him. What do I have to do to get back with him? How do I move on from him? Who's next? All those things and just hone in and focus on who are you and who do you want to become for yourself? So that was my advice. Perfect. And I was just talking about how my breakup was rough and and all that kind of stuff. So that's to catch up, perfect. Thank so you. Because because she said I didn't feel anything in what I was saying. Yeah. Because she didn't have those type of reactions that even caused her to need to be like, "How do I get through this?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
1: I hmm. I love this because I think something that I've always struggled with is not feeling the stereotypical emotions when it comes to guys and and dating. Sometimes, um, I think I've I've had conversations with multiple friends. In multiple different and all kinds of different types of relationships, where I've just been like, no. Yeah. And I've also felt that like very disconnectedness when it comes to people. And I think that's because I tend to not emotionally attach myself to people for a very long time mm-hmm. until I feel safe. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think it's kind of interesting that you feel, um, which like,
0: it sounds like that's what she is because yeah. she's saying, She's sad about this guy. Yeah. And she's like, why am I sad about them? I've never been sad about him, but it's because they did
1: have an emotional yeah. bond. So she sounds very similar, actually, to you. Yeah. I, well, that's why, I, that's kind of why I picked it, was because no breakup is the same, right? No yeah. relationship is the same. Mm. No one person is the same. So Taryn and I could date a very similar type of guy, have a very similar type of relationship for the same period of time. And she could experience something completely different from yeah. what I experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, the way Taryn loves is different from the way I love mm-hmm. and I think there's nothing wrong with either. Mm-hmm. And I think each individual person, including you anonymous, have kind of like a a love meter, <laughs> let's, a call love it, meter. let's call it called a love meter um, <clears throat> where you know me, for example, my love meter, I know where I feel safe loving And if this is a newer relationship, guess what? I'm gonna take my last yeah. time yeah because I don't feel safe until I feel safe and when I feel safe, then I will. I'll love you so hard, you know, but like it takes me time to get there where I know people that will dive in and love you so hard from day one. Yeah. And, but neither is wrong. Yeah. So I think you putting yourself down or questioning yourself is kind of unnecessary because your relationships are different from everyone else's relationships. Yeah. I get the
0: questioning when you hear someone talking about breaking up Mm -hmm. and you hear, you know, people are, I mean, that's like one of our number one things that is written in for us is dealing with heartbreak and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um I I think some people just are very aware when something was not meant to happen and are able to access that rational part of their brain to be like, okay, well why am I sad if like this is what's good? Yeah. And I don't I think I agree with Ash. I don't I don't necessarily Well, I don't think everyone emotes in their own way. So, like, I don't think it's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I think it is something to kind of just put a radar up of, okay, is this just my personality type and these things really were not great? Or have I, over the years, shut myself off in such a way that, yeah, I'm not feeling hurt, but am I really, like, fully going into things either? Because Mm -hmm. I think... That's the danger. Right. Every time my friends have gone through a breakup and are super hurt and they're like, I just I'm never I'm not ready to date. I don't want to date again. I can't get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, I always tell them, I'm like, yeah, you might get hurt, but you also might not. <laughs> you might yeah. find the love of your life. And that's, that's the risk. The of dating. Risk. Yeah. yeah. So I think. That's the only reason I'm saying that is I think if if you are feeling these ways because you've shut off a part of yourself It is worth trying to figure out how to slowly open that up because Mm -hmm. that's how you are going to experience beautiful connections. Right. But it could just be the way that you are. And it could be that, you know, the next person you end up with, you experience this relationship that you're like, oh, my gosh, if you were to leave me right now, I would be devastated. And that's how, you know, like there's someone that. Is worth like fighting to keep, you know? Yeah. So I think I think you don't know what it feels like to find the one
1: until you find the one. Yeah. So
0: I wouldn't go too hard on yourself. Like maybe
1: you connected with them on a very deep level. And they were meant for a reason, like yeah. to teach you something I in life. I genuinely believe that people come in and in and out of your lives in seasons for a purpose. Yeah. And I think that it is your job and responsibility to take something from each relationship, mm-hmm. learn from it and apply it moving forward to other relationships. Yeah. If I was to let's say let's pretend I date twenty people and I didn't even bother to take what I learned from the first relationship to apply it to the next one the problem is probably me like maybe all of these relationships are ending weirdly because i haven't like learned from the first relationship you know and i think that that is something that just that life just does and i think i don't know i think you can look into both of your ex relationships if you took the time if you want to do this no force if you want (laughs) to force you (laughs) but if you wanted to do some homework i would break down both of your relationships Mm -hmm what was good what was bad what do you think they were good and bad at what do you think you were good and bad at and what you think you could do better in the next relationship that comes your way also i talk about this all the time on the podcast but i think if you haven't done it yet look into what your love language is i think mm-hmm. finding that out f- for yourself and learning what your love language actually looks like you know maybe you don't even realize it but when you go and like buy them a coffee all the time guess what like you probably you know have a little feeling for them like maybe that's you showing that you love them or um finding out what their love language is because then maybe they're doing something that is an act of showing love and you're not even realizing it you know another thing we preach the Enneagram on this podcast so much but I think there's so much that you can learn from it specifically in relationships and I think learning who you are at your core will help you see when you are showing love towards someone and when you're not yeah. showing love towards someone and then vice versa. When you figure out what their Enneagram type is, again, when they're when they're making things, when they're going out of their way to show you love, you'll recognize it more. Yeah. And I think that will help you form a stronger relationship. I'm not, obviously, <laughs> this won't work with just like everybody, but yeah. if you're feeling a relationship start and you're worried about having never felt something, then maybe like dive in a little deeper mm-hmm. and start learning about what each other's love languages are, how they like to show love on you. Um, and then I think that'll help you form an even stronger bond that maybe you've never experienced before. Yeah, Yeah.
0: But I think what you're doing... And the way you like took that moment
1: and we're like, huh, interesting. Why don't I feel that? And it
0: caused you to just kind of ponder. I think that's a very, very good practice that Mm -hmm. all of us can have. Yeah. And again, not what we've talked about with jealousy, comparison, everything. It's not that you're fixating on why does she have that and I don't Mm -hmm. it's just if you notice things in life there's there's certain times where you know I'll do like a super insignificant one but say say you I look I come downstairs I'm a hot mess I have like all these bags packed because I forgot if I have like Tennis, which pff, obviously I'm making this up because why did I go with tennis? I never played tennis. But I don't know if I have this lesson or this. And I'm and I'm throwing all these things in my car and I'm a hot mess. And I look at you and you're sitting there writing this to-do list. And you're like, oh, don't forget you have tennis at three. And I'm like, how? Like, <laughs> how, right? Yeah. So I can take that and I can look at it and not be like, oh, why is she so put together? And I'm not – something must be wrong with me. But I can look at it and be like, huh, Something about that is intriguing. Something about that I like. So then I can look back at my own self and be maybe more intentional with maybe on Sunday night I need to sit and try doing a to-do list. Like maybe I can ask Ash, hey, how do you organize your schedule? And you can pull from things of when you get those little antennas that go up that are you're like, mm hmm. Why? Why is this different? A little like self-check-in. Yeah, I think that's such a valuable thing. As long as you don't dig into saying, "Well, something obviously must be wrong with me if I'm not A, B, or C." Yes, which I'm not saying you did. I feel like you do sound very emotionally mature, Anonymous. But I think I think that's a good, very self-aware thing to do. So
1: I think it's it's I think it's incredible. I think it's something a lot of people don't do. Yeah. Um. I think a lot of people are like, oh, "I'm fine."
0: Well, I think they stop at. Oh, I yeah. suck,
1: and yeah. that's it. So be, I don't feel that I must be broken. Continue, and then
0: you just go on with life, being like, yeah. "Oh, I'm the I worst." I must be broken. Yeah. yeah. Instead and of
1: like sitting there and questioning it and wondering, like, "Am I or yeah. is this normal?" I think that's super healthy. Yeah. Pff, agreed. Okay. The moral of the story: This was a no great one episode. relationship is the same. No. no one person loves the same. Nope. Uh, to compare is to. Slowly kill yourself. (laughs) Um, and I think just be more gentler on yourself and be open to having more serious relationships when it comes, because it will come. Oh, it'll come. It always comes. It always comes. It's a
0: good one, Ash. Yeah. Last episode, I was like, oh, I finally get to do a dad joke, and I don't have to worry about Ashley being like, oh, this dad joke sucks. And then I said it. And immediately just felt so uncomfortable because you weren't there there. to, like, even, like, even your fake laugh is, like, better than nothing, you know? Yeah. Anyways. On to the dad joke. Okay. Why wasn't the woman happy with the Velcro she
1: bought? Stick. (laughs) It didn't stick. It It was a total ripoff. Oh, my God. (laughs) dick <laughs> <laughs> guys if you made it to the dad joke you already know we love you the mostest thank mm-hmm. you so much for listening to this podcast um, we wouldn't be here without you guys and we're so happy that we get to do this um, if you have any stories you want to share then please submit them now do <laughs> <Too> it <wet. laughs> right now okay um, we'll talk to you guys in the next episode which will be coming soon love mm-hmm. you bye bye yeah.